Hello and welcome back to another market update brought to you by the team from Mercado.com.au. As it is the public holiday here in Victoria for the grand final, uh, we have most of the team out of the office apart from myself. I'll just give us a quick rundown on what is happening around the place. Before we do that, it'd be great if you uh, got on your phone whilst you're listening to this and gave us a review or a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to this, as it helps us uh, get this uh, podcast uh, you know, up in the rankings and it helps more people listen to this podcast, which in turn makes it easier for us to continue to offer this, uh, this podcast and uh, our longer form conversations. So first and foremost, Grain. It's no surprise to anyone, there's a massive amount of uncertainty out there when it comes to this year's Australian crop. But that hasn't stopped the ASX wheat market falling week on week. Uh, last week, the market was 367. And as a close of business yesterday, it was at back down to 352.50. So a fairly considerable drop, considering there is uh, still a lot of volatility. Uh, well, still a lot of uh, volatility when it comes to the actual uh, the yields that are going to come to fruition uh, in the next couple of weeks. It's definitely not locked in stone yet. Just, uh, I don't think anyone can really pin it where it's going to go. Really though, the ASX market has been a bit of you know a Mexican standoff over recent weeks, where the the bids and offers have been quite wide, and volume has been pretty low. But when the market started to fall, volume started to increase to uh, to record levels for this particular contract. So I think we want to keep an eye on over the next week whether it uh, continues sliding or whether we see a bit of uh, you know a dead cat bounce or or a return to uh, to rises. On a global level, we we are pretty much removed from the global picture when it comes to prices now, but. The IGC, or the International Grain Council, they revised downwards the Australian crop. No big surprises there. Uh, but overall, on a global level, their production of grain for the coming year, is, uh, or this current year, is unchanged. And that's largely because uh, they're predicting that Europe will produce a much larger crop. It's one thing we've got to rem- remind ourselves is that you know when we, when we get to a normal year and we produce a reasonable crop, then uh, we won't have these type of basis levels, so we will return to a globally priced market. In other local news on grains, uh, the saga of Grain Pro is is finally over. At least the Grain Pro portion of it is over, with uh, them finally going into liquidation. Uh, the administrators have reported uh, that uh, they were likely trading insolvent from at least April, and it's most most likely outcome for farmers who have sold to them that were unsecured is that they may get 20 cents in the dollar. So a bit of a, a poor outcome for those producers, but you know, better than nothing, in, which has been the case in a lot of uh, insolvencies. Right, I'm going to go on to wool now. So wool has found its mojo this week. Uh, this week, the wool market opened strongly across all the free selling centers, and it's posted gains in all MPGs of up to 100 cents. Again, it was the mer- medium merino types that found the strongest price increases, although Pretty much any good style wools uh, in the fine types were also highly sought. By the end of the week, uh, 18 the micron in Melbourne had improved 40 cents, 20 micron 100 cents, and the cartons indicators were again above 1,000 cents across all centres, which is a good strong result uh, and they're definitely welcome after what we saw in August. Uh, Western Australia performed strongly as well on the opening day, posting some significant gains, which continued through Thursday. Uh, of concern, though, was that the AOX reported that the fleece market noticeably softened towards the end of the week. This resulted in falls of 30 to 70 cents on the day. However, the, however, over the whole week, the Western market indicator rose by 59 cents to close at 1,702 cents. 
Sellers reacted to this improved market with the national passing rate for the week 7.6%. Of interest is that the passing rates plummeted this week to 3% and 4% in the north and south respectively, recording the lowest rates for the past three months. It was a different story in WA though, when almost 20% was passed and on Thursday at the softer market that figure actually touched 30% passed in. When looking back, we note that while EMA is currently at 1600, in May the EMI was 1900 cents with a passing rate of 20%. It seems seller expectation was moderated. So, but definitely, it's definitely a better picture than we were seeing in August when the market had uh, declined markedly. And onwards to lamb. Lamb prices have continued to track sideways in the East Coast, uh, but there's some wild, wild swings in remote states. The Eastern States trade lamb indicator has slipped below 800 cents for the first time since May but things are worse in Tassie and WA. New South Wales held a strong premium in sale yard trade lambs for the last month and little changed this week. Uh, trade lambs in New South Wales are carrying the ESTLI sitting at 8.23 cents a kilo while the ESTLI is at uh, 9, sorry, 7.96. In Victoria and SA, trade lambs are dragging the ESTLI down sitting at 767 and 768 cents respectively. A slightly difference between New South Wales and Southern States is quality related. There are plenty of sucker lambs in New South Wales yards, while the smaller numbers in Victoria are being depressed by small pens of old season lambs. And it's interesting to see that in Tasmania, trade lambs have tanked, and they've lost 182 cents over the course of the last two weeks. And uh, yeah, that's we've also seen in WA as well that WA lamb prices have continued to decline heading towards 600 cents uh, but with strong export demand we would expect to lamb prices to be better in the west and they now are an abnormally large discount to SA so we hope everyone's uh, gonna have a good weekend I hope you enjoy the uh, the grand final it'll be interesting to see if uh, the Tigers can get another trophy or or whether they will be uh, uh, taken out by the underdogs. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, remember to share this podcast with your friends and family. Remember to leave a rating on iTunes or wherever else you listen to it, uh, or even a review. Uh, tell us uh, whether you like the show. And uh, yeah, that'd be great. You have a good weekend, and uh, let's hope the weather forecasts are wrong and we get the rain where we need it. Thanks very much. Bye bye.